up, Fool Safe Shakes? It's your girl, Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Say, call it from Atlanta. Say, he missed me. Well, well, well. I'm sorry. We had to open the show like that because, I don't know, it's been on my heart. But anyways, um, I want to talk today about waiting. I mean, I guess which fits with that because if somebody calling from somewhere, that mean they waiting to see you? What that mean, Lauren? Well, well, well. Don't mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough with the shade. On to the tea. Um, so I feel like as Christian women, sometimes I was having the conversation with Denisa before we turned the mics on about just this season of like waiting and you could be waiting for whatever. I think a lot of times we default to like waiting for marriage, waiting for a relationship, da, 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 da. but it could be waiting for the job that you want, waiting for you to mature mentally, waiting to be out of debt, waiting for whatever, you know, whatever your weight is. And I was telling Denisa, I feel like sometimes when we are in a season of waiting, we get so focused on what we're waiting for that we put our life on pause and forget to live in the in-between. And I wanted to have a conversation just around what to do while you're waiting. Um, Speaking super transparently, at the end of last year, probably like from the top of Q4 to the end of Q4, I I was praying about something or whatever that essentially you could say I've been waiting on. And I was having a conversation with God and it wasn't until I literally got like super vulnerable, like vulnerable to the point where I was like yelling at God, like I feel like da 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 like just like offloading how I felt about the situation. And I felt like God just gave me this peace about, okay, it's not right now and that's okay. But to the to Lauren's point, I think on maybe last episode or one before that, she was saying like, God, if this isn't something that you have for me or that you want for me, then take the desire away. Mm-hmm. Because right now it's like the pressure is on me to do whatever this thing is. And I feel like you're making me wait or mm-hmm. extending this season of being somewhere or doing something that I don't want to do. Right. And I was like, I just need to know like when, like when is it going to be time to do the thing that I've been praying about that I've been waiting on? And God was like, I can't tell you when, but I can tell you that it's going to happen and it's going to be a slow transition and that's going to be okay. But don't keep getting frustrated about the scenario or whatever. And after that, I didn't bring it up in prayer anymore. Mm -hmm. And that was so interesting to me. I literally was having a conversation with Felicia, who we all know. And she was like, you know, what's going on with this thing? And I was like, it's so crazy. I said, you asking me that is the first time it's really been at the top of my mind because I haven't even brought it up in prayer anymore. Mm-hmm. And God like gave me this like revelation. He was like, that's how you wait. Like when you basically bring something to me and I tell you like, yes, this thing is going to happen. You cast your care you let that thing go and then you continue to move on about life and then it'll just happen you'll be like oh my god look it's happened it's here or whatever but don't stay stuck in this space it shouldn't be something that every day is at the top of your mind and you're begging for it when it's like god is like no like if you trust me with it let that be that so i wanted to have a conversation around two things i guess the first thing i'm going to ask is Has there ever been something that you've been waiting on 
longer than you felt like you should have had to wait for it. Okay, so funny that you said you said that because a, a portion of what you said resonated so well with me because this just happened a few days ago. Uh, I was having a conversation with someone. The conversation didn't go the way that I hoped I wanted it to go. I broke down. Like, I haven't broke down like this in a very long time mm. to the point where I'm in my car driving home and I'm like, God, this is not fair. Like, I don't know what this is, but this is not true. I've never felt that way before. Like, I was angry and just, like, you know, like, literally telling him how I felt. And I, in that moment, I remember even saying, like, you know, like, I'm so tired of talking about this with you. That's why I haven't even brought it up before. But I remember after, it was like a release. Like, I felt so much peace. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so crazy. And God literally had told me, he was like, you know, you it built up because you hadn't talked to me about it. Wow. It built up because in your mind, you're thinking, oh, you're bringing something to me over and over and over again, but I'm your father. And when something bothers you, you should bring it up to me, you know, and you should say, I should have just said, I'm tired of just bringing it up to you, but I'm bringing it again instead of just ignoring it and pressing it down, pressing it down. And it reminded me of a scripture, um, Proverbs 13, verse 12, where it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Yes. But the desire, when the desire is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. Wow. So naturally, like, you know, we do have hopes and desires and dreams. And, and if they don't come, it does make our heart sick. But that's why we're supposed to guard our heart above all else and bring those, just like you said, have an intimate, vulnerable conversation with God and, you know, like, it's like a great exchange. I had never received so much peace. And I'm literally so, I was before confused, whatever you want to say. And the car, because even in that moment, I'm like, whoa, I just told you how upset I was. Literally crying to the point I can't see the road. And immediately afterwards, I have so much peace. Yeah. Because that's what he wants. That's right. what that relationship should be, you know. So I, I have been there to answer your question. Yes, I have. <laughs> And I'm still trying to walk it out to be fully transparent. Yeah. Yep, I've been there too. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh, Lauren. <laughs> no, I, I mean I've definitely been there. Um, I think I, it, it's it's waiting is tough. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. period. Right. Um, because it's like I've I've realized that a lot of times when you're waiting on an answer for something, something else comes up and now you're waiting on two things at one time and then something else comes up and then you're waiting and it's, it becomes sort of like this snowball effect of waiting. Um, but I've realized in that path that like waiting is, I think waiting really is the challenge of like attitude. Yeah. It's like, what will your attitude be like in this process of waiting, I think we we focus on the wait, but I think it's if you would focus on the attitude, like it it might be a little bit different. It might um, I know there are some things that even now, like I'm waiting on God for, and um, it kind of goes back to a previous podcast we've said before. But my my disposition right now is I'm trying to be more intentional about just making sure. I'm always just in a mindset of trusting God. Yeah. Because I feel like if I'm always just thinking about my trust in him, it makes me lose sight of the weight, you know, whatever the weight is. Um, I remember putting something up on social media not too long ago and I was going, I was having a day and things were just starting to like 
come to my mind like see this ain't come this hadn't come yet see done ask god for this and look at this that ain't come and look at you now you stressed and that ain't come and you asking god and where is he hmm? where you know so literally these mm. are all like just thoughts lingering right. and you know honestly i just went ahead i didn't have the words because i think my thoughts was just so clouded with just like everything that was going on that I literally put on Maverick City, wait on the Lord. And that it's a part in the end of that song where, you know, they're literally saying the scripture, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like an eagle. That's what I mean, you know. <laughs> but, 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 no, but, no, literally, they start doing that, yeah. but that helped me. It was like, girl, snap out of it. Me That's what I'm going to wait on you. It get aggressive, right? It does. It was so calm at first, you know. They that way. Right. And that's why I'm going to wait. I'm like, yes, that is. That's why I'm going to wait. But I'm saying all that to say, like, sometimes you... In waiting seasons, you have to put yourself in a mindset or adjust your attitude around certain things. That's just going to build you. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you don't have the words. Like, it's according to, like, what you're waiting on. Yeah. You know, if you're waiting on something and it's like, all right, now, like, I've been waiting for a while. You know, it's almost like, you know, you go to DMV, you pull that ticket, and they say you number such and such and such and such and such, and you look and they on number one. And you like, dang, I'm number such and such and such. And they only on number one, you know? So my thing and I can't even see what's taking right, so long. Right. Why is it taking so long? Right, exactly. So it's like, sometimes you feel like that spiritually. You feel like you pulled the ticket, you know, you in line. And you're like, God, did you come on, man? You know, right. but I feel like if you would get around, just center yourself around things that just build you and yeah. encourage you because sometimes it's hard, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. it's really, really hard trying to be the perfect looking Christian mm -hmm. that, and we not, we not, none of us. but I don't know why we always want to be right. Like, I don't know. I don't want to be that. I think it, it comes from the. You know, because there's so many things of, you know, uh, not sharing your testimony until it's over. Yeah. And, you know, just different things. So you feel like, because I know I felt like this even, I would say, a few months ago recently or whatever. Like, you, there's things that are going on and you want to share, but you don't want to share. And until you get through it. Until mm -hmm. you get through it. But then you want to share because you I need to get this out. Yeah. Just, you yeah. know, I need to talk to somebody, but... And then it's not necessarily I, I and then you because it's so many thoughts. So it could be something happening and it's like, I really just want to talk. I don't want you to help me. Mm. I just want to talk like yeah. to I get it out. To vent. I just need but to get it out. And it's sometimes the assumption like I remember it was one time we were talking about something. We shared something with somebody and it was like it came off as though or they assumed that we wanted their help. And it was like, no, 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 no. I don't want your help. I just, if that's, if the Lord is leading you. Right. Okay, cool. Um, but, and then also sometimes it can, you know, bite you in the butt. I've, I've People had, throw things back in yeah, your face. Yeah, I've, I've had experienced that too. So it's like, it'd be so weird. So then you just feel like you're by yourself and you're like, all right, Lord, I guess it's just me and you and we're going to rock it out. Yeah. Yeah. I think when it comes to like a season of waiting, and I was sharing again with Denise before we turned the mics on, like one of the things or the scriptures that God kept taking me to, which is the story of David. 
And he was showing me how like, okay, David was anointed here, but he didn't become king to all the way over here. And there was so much that happened in the in-between. And it made me realize that a lot of times when we're in the season of waiting, the things that are happening are things that can't be seen. And it's so interesting because the thing that we're waiting on is usually something that people see from the outside. So it's like, oh, you're waiting to be engaged or Mm. you're waiting to be married or you're waiting to buy the house or you're waiting to get the new job or you're waiting to get your PhD or your master's or whatever, or you're waiting to have children or you're waiting for whatever it is that you're waiting for. And that the end of that way is a physical thing. It's a thing like Ayana said, where once you share the testimony, it's like, here it is. You know see? what I mean? Ayana can say, oh, I waited for my children. And then you can see her holding up Haven and Nova. And it's like, look, this is mm-hmm. this is what I was waiting for. And God was saying that in the in between, there's so much stuff that is happening that you can't hold up. Mm-hmm. And so it's like in my in-between phase, I feel like God is like, but look at your maturity in your character. Mm-hmm. Like, look at your maturity in your capacity to be a friend. Like, look at your capacity in being disciplined and obedient. Like, look at all of those things that are happening while you wait that are needed for what you're waiting for. And you're taking all of those things for granted. And so I think one thing that I definitely want to throw out there in terms of like while you wait is don't get so focused on the thing that you can show everybody else that you were waiting for um, to the point that you're not really honing in on all of the things that God is doing inwardly that are creating a capacity to hold on to what it is you're waiting for. Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes we get so wrapped up in like, oh, I want a house or oh, I want this. But it's like, do you have the discipline to continue to budget once you get a home? Do you understand that it requires maintenance? It requires all of these things that if God doesn't prepare you for in the in-between, once you get it, you can't keep it. Mm -hmm. And what's the point of that? Mm -hmm. What's the point of waiting to get something and then you get it and it's gone? Mm -hmm. And I think that it's just like God to be so intentional and so loving that it's like, I am not delaying what you want. I am equipping you to keep it for the long run. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to give it to you until you have the capacity to keep it. And I love God for that. I think that we take that for granted, that sometimes our in-between is merely preparation to keep what it is we're waiting on. But you were going to say something. I was going to say in that, though, I think sometimes, you know, you hear the quote that says the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. And I do believe that that is true, that sometimes, um, you know, just like God does give you some things, there are seasons to it where God is like, all right, I need to, I need to remove that, you know, just so that maybe he wants to progress you or elevate you. Right. And I think it's interesting that you use David as an example, because um, I was literally t- telling someone the other day about David um, because they were saying how they were going through something and they've been asking God for it and God has not answered their prayers and I immediately thought about David too but I thought about the fact that like you know in the Bible that David was called to be king like he was anointed to be called to be king at a young age now what's interesting was he didn't become king immediately you know he had to serve you know he played the harp and then then he became king Crazy thing well, was he got chased. There's a lot more stuff. Yeah, he, he did get right. Chased. He got chased. Kill him. Right, but he got chased by the king. Right, right. And so I'm I'm saying all of that to say I find that to be very interesting. Is that he was chased in the season of him waiting to in between. In between, in between. Like, and so 
that seems to me like an, an unorthodox thing to happen for someone you know to be called, right? So it's almost like if you're going through something and you're like, I know I'm supposed to be healed from this. Like you told me I'm supposed to be healed from this. But now I'm having to run. Now I'm having to literally hide in caves. I was telling the person, I said, I find it interesting that the Lord sent him literally to his enemy's camp. Yeah. And he had to act insane, you know, in order for him to be delivered, you know, out of out of being killed from yeah, someone else. Yeah. And I just think I think that whole like cycle of him becoming right yeah. is so like very interesting to me. So I, I find it very interesting when you, you use David as the example, because it's like sometimes in our lives, we know for a fact that God called us, yeah. that we are ordained to be whatever he's called us to be. Right. But the path to becoming it's like not ideal at all like it looks like like when you read the psalms you know david is literally pleading with god right. like you don't see these people feel like <laughs> did they kill <laughs> me <laughs> like see that's literally how the psalms is he was like lord i thank you Jesus. like i love you but god like you don't <laughs> see these people about to shoot me up you but know I, but I, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> About to stab you because they had no guns, Lauren. But this girl said about to shoot me up. Oh my god! But I don't find. But the thing is, is like I don't find that odd. I literally think that is perfect because I honestly feel like there are certain weights where if God didn't tell you that something was going to happen, you would throw your hands up and be like, "Well, literally to hell with this." Mm -hmm. And it's like even while you were talking about that, I think about me and my marriage. I think about the fact that before I even moved to Georgia. God told me I had a husband somewhere else. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I and it was in a season much like, you know, when you were talking before, you were like, if I ain't getting married, take the desire away. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was at. Like, I'm going to be a fine, rich auntie, and I'm okay with that. And I mean, to this day, I ain't got no nieces and nephews. So clearly that was not his plan. <laughs> um, but I feel like God had to tell me. Mm -hmm. Because if he didn't, my I would have moved differently. And it, and it didn't cause me to put my life on pause and to be seated like, oh, I'm going to sit here. And I'm going to wait for my husband to come. But it was like, God, and it was like I've, almost like every year on the year before I even started dating my husband, God was like, this will be the sign that that man is your husband. Sending people to prophesy and to tell me different things. And it's just like, even with David, it's like if God had not had Samuel to anoint him, how would he have moved? You know what I mean? He wouldn't have went into the enemy's camp. And I think But that, would the attack have been necessary? It, and and you, you know what? That's a good question too. But but what it brings to my mind is almost like when you have a word from God, there is a level of boldness and confidence that says God sent someone to anoint me and has given me his word that this is going to happen for me. So come hell or high water, I know it's going to happen for me. And I think that some people need that word. And I pray that if there are people listening and you're waiting for a word, because there's some of us who are waiting for physical things, but there are also some of us who are like, like me, like, God, I need a confirmation. Like, I need right. you to send me confirmation that this is what you want me to do, because I'm about to do it. And if you and if it ain't something you want me to do, then I need you to let me know right now, because this is where I'm at. And I think that when you get the word, the while you wait part. Even the opposition that comes is a bit easier because you have God backing you saying, this don't even matter. This is not going to stop what I've already decided to do in your life. So and I also think it frees you up from needing to sit on the sidelines yeah. and wait. 
Mm, that you can still good. live your life. You know mm. what I mean? David went back out there and was still in, in the field with the sheep. Like, all right, I just got anointed as king. That's great. Let me go back out here mm-hmm. and watch these sheep. Um, and I feel like that's how we should be while we wait. It's like, okay, God, you said this and I trust it. But in this season, until it comes to fruition and manifest, show me what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that because even going back to David, for me, I do... I, my heart's desire is to wait well, right? Like, I don't want to be over here like, oh, my husband ain't here. God, I don't have this. Or whatever season I'm in, my heart's desire, my heart's posture, no matter what it is, is to wait well. And you said something, I'm going to go back to David, but you said something about like when you have that confirmation from God, and that is very much so how I operate. Uh, I am able to take the pressure off myself because I'm like, God, you said, I didn't say, I can't yeah. even make this happen. It's on you. So I'm I'm doing as good as I can with what I got. I'm I'm doing all I can with what you have given me. I feel you, but it is on you, sir. It's on you. But going back to David, like um, like as you were, as you all both said, like in that that preparation, his in between was also him managing well his lions, tigers, and bears, and fights and stuff while he was out in the field. He had no idea he needed to go cut this man's head off and say, what's wrong with Mm y'all? Be a whole example for his brothers and all of them. But he was waiting well. Not even thinking, oh, I'm going to be king and people are going to respect my leadership because of how I do this. It's just his nature. You hit something very good, Denise. Not trying to stand in the title that God says you are waiting for in your season while you wait. Yeah. And that being, God said I'm king, so now I'm about to go sit on this throne and be king, but God didn't say right now, baby. Mm -hmm. And you're frustrated because you're trying to sit in. You done pulled that ticket from the DMV. What you are waiting for. And And how you gonna do somebody else is in the place. Yeah, and you you keep going to the window and they like, baby, we not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Baby, we not on your ticket, but you at the window. Okay. And I think that that is sometimes where like the frustration and the anxieties come in because it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go here, God, but I feel like you're sending me here. Why are you sending me here? You trying to be a wife to a person who God said you're supposed to marry, but you're not their wife yet. Mm. But you're sitting in the seat mm. because God said that it's your seat, but you're not due to be sitting, sitting there yet. And that's hard. It's so hard, but that creates the scenario of where God reveals to you like, oh, you're supposed to be with this person. Hasn't revealed it to the other person yet. Right. But you in this person's face every day saying, I'm your wife. God said, I'm your wife. I'm your wife. Mm. And now they like this girl crazy because he hasn't revealed it to them yet. So I'm going to be quiet. Mm -mm, Don't don't be quiet. (laughs) I'm going to be quiet (laughs) because I think that's hard. And I think that there are a lot of women who end up in that situation. Where God, and I think that sometimes the in-between and the while you wait, you should ask more questions. And God may not always give you a timeline or a when and a where and a how it's going to happen, but God is very clear at saying, not yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I meant what I said, but it's not right now. Mm-hmm. I meant what I told you, but not not today, Sade, not this week, not this month. It's right. going to be 
it's, it's going to be over the course of some time. It's not right in this moment. And I think that when you don't stay close to God after you get a word from God, you end up wreaking havoc in your own life. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that God has been talking to me about is consequences versus punishment. And there are a lot of us walking around saying, God is punishing me. And it's like, no. No, that's the consequences right. of your action. Conse- right consequences literally are physical mm. retribution from physical decisions. Okay. That's a consequence. God doesn't put things on you as punishment because you didn't do X, Y, and Z. Those are consequences. Mm -hmm. God cannot give what he doesn't have to give. I remember somebody was like, yeah, I feel like God cursed me with diabetes. God can't curse Curse you. you. He can't give you something that he don't got. You got to look at your health factors. So, (laughs) I mean, yeah. And I feel like, you know, when, when you don't honor the in-between, you end up putting yourself in bad situations. I was going to um, say, I know we've been using like the DMV thing as like a, just an, an example, analogy, yeah, analogy. Um, but in that, I begin to think about the, the thought of why do you get frustrated when you're sitting or you're waiting? I'm, I'm me personally, why do I get frustrated when I'm at the DMV and ain't called my number pretty much? And I came to the conclusion was because I you usually say, I got more stuff I need to do after this. Like, it's, I got stuff I need to do. It's stuff I already have on my list to do for the whole day. And I'm sitting yeah. here this whole time. Waiting on this. Waiting on this. And if I could just get through with this, then I, I can go ahead and do the other stuff that I want to do. And I feel like we use that same attitude when waiting on God. It's like, all right, God, if you would bring me this, I can go ahead and do what I need to do. Mm. I need. I mean, it's more stuff I'm trying to do. And I think. I wish you could see Lauren's head. Head and hand movement. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think in when you start to kind of convince yourself to do that, not only are you not waiting on God for the thing you're praying for him for, but you're not waiting on God, too, for your future because you're still trying to impose your deadlines or your timeline on what it is that God has or, or not, not even with God, but you're trying to just impose your your, your timeline on just you on your life period, and you're that's just to rush not, him, like. right. And that's just not the way we're built. That's not the fabric of who we are. And so I say all that to say that it's like check your why, like check why are you so frustrated in your weight? Because usually that's a result of something greater, you know. Yeah. If if you're if you're frustrated or you're you're like God, I don't understand why this hasn't happened yet. Like why? Like why are you frustrated? Because if you realize that God is the author of time, it doesn't matter what time it happens. If it's for it to happen, it will. And you mentioned that prayer that I mentioned earlier. The reason I said that prayer is because I at that point I released time. Yeah. I didn't. I no longer wanted to accept a timeline for my life. I right. said, if it's going to happen, God, just let me know. Mm-hmm. Let me know what's going to happen. And, and kind of going back to what David, when you said, you know, he was ordained that he would be king. In that moment, he he was told that it's going to happen. Right. You know. But I, I love the fact that David was wise enough to say, well, okay, I still know there's still more things that I need to do. So I just say, you know, when waiting on God, like. Check your why. Like, check why are you frustrated or why are you disappointed? Um, why is the, the heart, you know, the way that it feels or the hope feeling deferred? Why? Mm-hmm. Is it that you're you're frustrated about the weight of the thing or that you're frustrated about time and yeah. what time will look like in the future? So going back to what you just said, using the, the ticket as an analogy, right? I think sometimes we we always are in our heads about ourselves, 
And sometimes it takes you like you getting married or you having children to realize it's truly, honestly, it's not just about me. We're all connected. Even this podcast, we're all connected, right? Life, we're all connected. Thinking about the ticket scenario, it, it literally is like, I'm going to use myself. I'm not married, right? So, Lord, I am, I am waiting for a husband. I'm waiting to be married that season of life. And it's almost like I'm sitting in a chair and I have my ticket because this is what you said is going to happen. So, you know, I know what's going to happen and I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here. And I see, say, the person that's at the ticket ahead of me. I'm going next, but because you're in my way, I can't go. I don't know what you're doing at your counter. You could be renewing your license. You could have gotten married and you need to change your name. There's so many different reasons why these people are here, but I'm thinking about me and it's like, hurry up and move. Like, hurry up and do what you need to do so I can do what I need to do. And it's like, what if my husband is there? He's getting what he needs. What if my husband is at the counter and God is talking to him and preparing him for what we need? So mm. I can move next. And you don't want him before he done. Thank you. But I'm sitting here, just I'm sitting in a chair, just imagine somebody being impatient, and you just, uh, and you just tapping your foot on the floor, and you just doing all this whole time. Baby, you're blessing at the window. Mm-hmm. It's almost time. It's almost time. You're next mm. for to pull your ticket. And you're going to rush the process of whatever's connected to you because you're impatient. Mm-hmm. So for sure, I just. That's good. Listen, y'all, y'all doing it today, boy. Say that dang on DMV. I'm gonna look at it differently. <laughs> Child, I ain't been. I ain't been in a very, very, very long, long time. time. Mm-hmm. Why y'all was talking? God did reveal something I need to do though. Uh oh. I'm gonna get it done. Get it done. Definitely gonna get it done. Anything else to add, ladies? All right. Well, we pray that if you are in a season of waiting, that you and Denise's words wait well. Um, and while you wait, that you really allow God to finish the work in you and the other person or the other people who are attached to whatever it is that you are waiting on. Um, if this is your first podcast episode, welcome. Welcome to the Secret Sisterhood. We pray that you enjoyed this episode. If you didn't, there are a ton of other ones that you can check out. Be sure to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And be sure to follow us on social media at Save Girl Secrets on Instagram. There's a link in our bio if you want to send us a voice message so that we can do an episode about something that has been on your heart. Feel free to leave one of those. Anyways, we love you. Good God bless you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.